0: So I guess as a church, I think we need to stop playing club a little bit and creating um, Christian safe things and just start loving people because there's a lot of broken people. Welcome to The Dismantle. Creating community, not converts.
1: Hello, and welcome to The Dismantle, a show for community, not converts. I'm your host, Joey. On this show, we attempt to dismantle or take apart an issue that has the potential to be problematic for the church by having a discussion with a guest who has insight or experience with that subject. Now, if you've heard before on the show, we won't always agree, but we won't argue. Our goal is to gain understanding and perspective by sharing views in a way that builds bridges and not barriers. Our guest this week is Sean McDonald. Sean is a singer-songwriter originally from Redmond, Oregon. He's best known for his songs Gravity and We Are Brave, and his newest release is entitled The Search. Sean, welcome to The Dismantle.
0: Hey, Joey, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited that you're on, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's fun. I, I haven't done a, a podcast for a, a minute, so it's kind of nice and refreshing.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to what we're going to dive into today. Uh, but before we do that, Sean, how did you get introduced to church and faith? What's some of your background with spiritual stuff?
0: Well, you know, I, I was raised, um, I was raised in a home, um, that, that God was spoken. Um, my, I was raised by my grandparents and, uh, my grandmother was very, um, devout, um, in prayer and, and, and in church and such. So she, she introduced me. Um, I remember being around the church a lot as a young kid because my, my grandmother was the janitor at our church. And so I would go with her and she would clean the church and serve. And, and so I was around it a lot, um, but uh, it didn't really uh, it didn't really speak to me or hit me until I guess later later in life. Um, but yeah, so I, I grew up in a family that would all pretty much claim Christian. I think
1: that's really cool. Now, most people who start with Christianity at a younger age usually attest to a journey. Uh, from where they started to where they
0: are now, would you say that that's true for you too? Yeah um yeah, I would say i've I've definitely um, been on a journey and you know a a, a search of, of sorts of just you know asking a lot of questions and trying to figure out what faith is for myself and you know if I have any and and what that means and um, so yeah, I, I think a journey is a, a really good way to to paint it.
1: That's cool, man and thanks for sharing that. yeah. So we're diving into an uncertain topic, pun intended, and that's the <laughs> last of the bad jokes, but uh, <laughs> author Bob Goff has this quote. He says, embrace uncertainty. Some of the most beautiful chapters in our lives won't have a title until much later. And we're, we're discussing uncertainty on the podcast today. Uh, it's really hard to kind of look around the world and say, I'm certain about this, really about a lot of things. Sure. And, you know, it's an ever-changing, evolving place. Sean, could you give us some of your experience with uncertainty?
0: Well, um, uncertainty I think is, is very, um, it's very real in my life. Um, I, I, I would say the same is I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not certain of a lot of things, um, that I look around and see things happening. You know, um, there's a lot of horrible things in the world. And, um, I have a lot of questions that live within me of why these things exist. And, uh, and so uh yeah I th- I think uncertainty is definitely something that's real and I think it's something that we pretend that it isn't real or we want to pretend that we're certain of everything and and for me this is a very scary place to stand because um I I how do I put this uh, um if I if God is who he says he is and he's the great I am this this being that kind of surpasses our understanding then I don't know that we really can be that certain of some things. I I think on some level, um, certainty, um, for me, I guess, is almost more of a insecurity, um, within myself. It's like, I, it's a control thing. I want to be certain so that I don't have to have faith or I don't have to, um, I can trust in my own understanding rather than letting something just be unknown, and um, like God, it's, it's uh, you know, God, I, I wish I knew everything about God, but I, if I did, I wouldn't really need God. Um, so, yeah.
1: Now, having been a fan of yours for a long time, I've noticed a path of progression in your songs from a beautiful, simple love song to God. A lot of things were just very beautiful. And, you know, like I said, simple. And they've progressed to a yearning and a desire to figure things out. Has music reflected a personal journey for you as you figure this out?
0: Well, you know, I, I can't speak on behalf of other people who create music, but on my own behalf, um, music for me is an uh, instrument um, and a uh, therapy. Really, um, it's kind of what I use music music at um, as and and so as I as I write and and create. Um, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an open canvas and I don't really have an agenda when I write songs. I'm not really trying to create a hit song. I'm not looking to be a radio guy. I've gotten lucky over the years and gotten a few of those, but it was never intentional. Mm. And, um, and so I, uh, I, I use music more as a release and, um, and I've always said this, but it's, it's for me, it's, it's like free therapy sessions. I, I just pick up a guitar and I just start letting it out and letting whatever I feel and think and um, whether those emotions are anger or, or sadness or love or whatever they are, I let them release and sometimes they become a song and sometimes they don't.
1: Now, in life, people change. That's just a known fact. Now, when change comes, sometimes you get pushback from those around you, whether they're close to you, whether they're not close to you. Did you receive any feedback or pushback from those around you as you tried to figure it out, tried to wrestle with some more uncertainty, not only in your songwriting, but also in your life?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think anytime you question your belief system, I think anytime you throw everything out on the table and say, hey, let's look at this, it makes people, Uncomfortable, so I think naturally, when you do that, everybody thinks you're throwing in a towel and and you're denouncing everything you believe and and you're done. And so I think people have you know opinions about it, um, and I, I've experienced that with friends and family, and um, not that I've denounced anything because I haven't, but I definitely thrown it out on the table, and and more for my own personal just understanding of even what i believe because sometimes i think we walk through the motions of belief for so long that we maybe don't even know what we believe anymore we say we believe this but then our lives live something that maybe contradicts what we say we believe and and so for me i do a lot of that and and it's you know i consider it a wrestle of some sort you know it's a wrestle with god it's a wrestle with understanding it's a wrestle with faith and doubt or whatever these things are um but the the outcome is always hopefully maturity it's it's coming to a new understanding of these things and and a new understanding I guess of my myself and um but I you know I've luckily had a I have a community um in I live in Columbus Ohio and I, I have a community here that um is a pretty safe place to wrestle um and um in fact it's really encouraged and and whatnot and so I mean I feel I feel um grateful on some level that I, I've had a place to wrestle with some of my, my doubt and, and the things that I feel and not have to worry about judgment on some level. And and it's allowed me, I I think to be more honest, um, with myself and, and to move through. Um, but you definitely encounter, you know, I definitely encounter stuff, you know, I've, I've definitely pissed off some fans (laughs) over the years, you know, saying, uh, saying things the wrong way or, um, or or just being honest you know sometimes honesty hurts or it it might upset somebody because they might not agree or you know so um you definitely receive feedback
1: now obviously that's not an intention on your part to piss people off oh
0: never yeah yeah never
1: how do you navigate when you do get that that disappointed fan that that friend who writes you um you know what kind of goes through your mind when
0: that happens um well it's, it's it's hard to generalize that you know statement because it could be different depending on the person and what they're you know coming after or what they're saying uh, sure but I, I hope my response would be um calm and and you know maybe slow to speak and just listen to what they have to say and then consider they're, you know, whatever it is that they feel they need to say to me and, and take it with a grain of salt and maybe give some feedback back as well. You know, I've, I've had a couple scenarios where where fans have gotten real heated with me about things and I proceeded to try to explain my view and why I was standing where it was and why I said what I said or I believed what I believed. And, you know, sometimes you realize that those conversations aren't going anywhere and it's just becoming an argument. And, and at those points, I, I I don't think they're beneficial. And so I'll I'll shut it down and probably walk away. But if it's something where I feel like we can grow from the scenario and, and maybe learn something from one another and, and hopefully sharpen each other, I'll, I'll entertain it. Um, but, uh, I've had a couple of them where I've had to just had to say goodbye and, and move on and, and couple of them that really messed me up inside because it it really made me question everything about myself, um, because they were questioning myself, I guess. So, Mm. yeah.
1: Now, as you're wrestling with these deep issues of life and relationships and you're processing that through your art and your music, life has a very interesting way of throwing things at us that complicate that journey. Things like loss, things like death have a prolific and profound effect on the way that we process that journey. Uh, What's been your experience with things like that?
0: Well, um, uh, hopefully I won't get too emotional. Um, It's been this last year is, is, was a hurricane for that, for my life. Um, I I experienced four deaths in a year. And um, one of them was my grandmother and, and an uncle and a cousin. And then my pastor passed away a couple months ago. And, it's just kind of like it felt like it was one after another and um i'm still processing my pastor's death that one really shook us hard um my wife and myself and um but uh you know I, I they definitely complicate the journey you know i definitely have a lot of questions inside of me i don't i don't understand things sometimes and then at the same time i struggle with purpose you know i mm. I, I struggle with believing that there's purpose in everything and um i uh, i want to believe that there's purpose i want to believe that god ordains literally everything in life Um, but at the same time i see you know i see murders and rape and slavery and all these things happening around us (laughs) and i i have a hard time believing in purpose when i see those things because i don't understand how god could have that could be his plan for people's lives I i just don't understand it so um i think that when you go through these things though i think they they sober us on a, on some level, they cause us to, um, maybe stop and, and think for a minute or, or take a deep breath and, and, or maybe reevaluate life, um, and, and rethink things. And so I think on that level, I think it's, you know, I think we need this. I think if we we're always up, you know, at the same time, I, th- I think we would have a misunderstanding of life. I don't, I don't think we would see it properly. I, I think hardship, whether I don't like them, you know, I don't like to go through them, but I do think that there is beauty that comes through them down the road. Um, just sometimes mm. it's hard to see in the midst of of the loss that you're going through.
1: A lot of people that I engage with when they deal with loss, when they deal with confusion and and reevaluating purpose, they come into contact with Christians or the church or or spiritual institutions. And when they're offered some sort of comfort or grief, they're met with verses or platitudes that just feel empty. Sure. You know, is that is that true for your experience?
0: Um, yeah, I, I think I've definitely experienced those things. Um, you know, and, and I think sometimes people just, you know, they, they've they read something over and over again. They think that that's what they have to believe or that's where they have to stand. And so they feel the need to like correct you or tell you about you know, a verse that like, well, this is what the Bible says you're supposed to do. And I want to believe that there's good intention, um, in that. But I think when you're going through a struggle and you're standing in darkness and you're hurting, (laughs) it's like the last thing you need or want to hear, you know, you just need someone to just to love you through it. You know, you need someone Mm. to just maybe listen to you and your words and, and, uh, and allow you to maybe just get it out of you because, you know, depending on what you're going through, it could. I don't know. I but I do think, you know, as human beings, we're we're uncomfortable with with dark things. We're uncomfortable when people are hurting and so we feel like we have to try to make them not feel those things. But I I don't know that we're actually doing them a service. You know, I th- I think we we need to feel what we're going through. I think mm-hmm. that's the only way through it is to feel it and look it in the eye and move through and And so, um, but I've, I've definitely experienced both, you know, I've experienced people that are good at listening and and I've experienced people that aren't.
1: Now, as a musician and a Christian one, the church usually has standards for your music and your songwriting and how that's supposed to go. There's also a music industry that kind of dictates what content an artist can produce. Now I know that you're a independent artist now, but when you were within that realm of the music industry, did you get flack or any, any pushback for becoming a bit less certain and struggling with your faith from the church, from the institution, from that industry?
0: Um, you know, it's a hard one to answer because I don't know that um, maybe they said it to my face. I, j- I just think that they'd stopped um, asking me to come here and there um, because maybe it was uncomfortable or they were, um, you know, it, it def- the Christian industry definitely has a formula. Um, mm. And there's definitely a motto that goes through it, you know, say for the whole family, which is, you know, I think a, a good idea. But I don't know if it's reality um, because I don't know if any you know the world we live in isn't safe and if we just avoid it's un you know and if we just avoid all the hurt and life I, I don't know we're doing anybody any good um, mm-hmm. you don't you don't give them the skills on how to you know face those things but right. Um, the Christian uh, the Christian industry is an interesting one you know it's 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 a business and we try I think it tries to cloak itself as ministry um, but it's owned by secular companies and it's it's a massive business and it is marketing stuff to Christian people and we got to kind of call it what it is at least I feel like we do um, but everybody wants to say it's ministry only I've lived in it and I no, it's not. It's, I know it's a business and that's okay. You know, business that's, that's okay. Um, but I think with that, you just, you, you encounter a lot of dirty things too, because with business, you want to make money. So you don't want to rock the boat too much because that might change the numbers. And, and so it gets to be this weird, weird thing. And so I'm kind of glad I'm not really in it anymore. I mean, there's things I miss about it, but, um, at the same time, I, I feel a more. Um, I feel like I can just be myself now, um, mm. and that's that's a good feeling. <laughs> that's uh, that's more valuable than I think I ever gave worth to. And but they uh, they definitely dictate you know your content and and tell you what you can and can't say and write. And I even had a song on this last record. Um, not the one that I released independent, but the record the last record I released with the label. Um, I had a song on that record that when I turned it in, the, the label basically came to me and said, this is a slam dunk, this is a smash. and um, But the only problem is if you keep the lyrics the way you are, it, it's going to cause too much controversy, so you need to rewrite the chorus. <laughs> and I was like, wow. okay. So I had to literally change wording, and it was all to do because of a certain author that had written a book um, that the lyrics came too close to their book, and, <laughs> and uh, they just were afraid I was going to like put into his camp um which it's like whatever um sure um and i think it killed the song personally because then the song didn't do i i think what they thought it was going to do and and uh but that's normal i think i think you encounter that a lot um in that industry And, and it really comes down to again what i was talking about you know it's 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 a market selling things to christians so if you're gonna be saying something that might not sell or it might cause controversy, they, it scares them because that means that they're pouring in a bunch of money and they might lose all the money that they're pouring in. And so they get freaked out about it and mm. don't want you to do it. And I take it
1: that being an independent artist, now you can kind of say what you need to say, express what you need to express. And, and there's not that, that hindrance of control.
0: Well, the only person I'm gonna hurt is myself. So if I go off the deep end and say a bunch of stuff, it's at the end of the day, it's it's I'm only when I'm hurting is me, you know, because I'm the, I'm the one that's you know like doing my own music now. That no one else is funding it, so hmm. it's uh it, it just it. I think it changes things. Do you think uh,
1: we don't have to keep this question? in, I, I'm just more interested in the in the topic we're on. Uh, sure. Do you think? Do you think that this is sort of how music? should be kind of given out there and you know without the without the whole control thing but really allowing the artist to to make or break their career
0: well yeah i do on some level um it's such a tricky thing because i understand why the control is there you know because it's like christian music you know has been there's this motto that's kind of been grasped by most of the industry and it's safe for the whole family. And so they're creating this product and I get it. They're, they're creating an alternative that isn't the world that you can come and listen to, but it's like the world, but it's, it's a, it's a safe version of it. And, and you don't have to worry about what your kids hear. And I, I understand, I have two kids. I understand it. You know, like I don't, sure. I don't want my kids listening to things about sex and all these other things. I, I get it. I fully get it. But at the same time, um, I think it stifles creativity as well. And it's like, I, you know, I understand it. And, and I, I just think if y- you're standing in a place where you feel like you have to say things, then that market is probably not the place to be. Um, because the reality is, it, it's kind of it's a well oiled machine and it's doing what it does. And um, I really wish it was more honest. I really wish they would talk about. Other things, um, but I've kind of learned that it's a hard animal to change. I tried to change it, you know. I tried to throw my voice into it, and I just found out that they didn't really want that. <laughs> they didn't want that voice. So yeah, um, I I'm fine with being independent and and you know growing and learning and and because the hope I think the hope is always at least for me the hope is I want to help people. I want I want my music to to help people and draw them closer to god or and and figure out their own life and and whatnot but you know i don't i don't really know how to do that either you know all i know how to do is love god myself and 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 live the example of that and hopefully that's you know trans transfers through my music and, and through my relationships to others and hopefully it you know does that
1: Did your experience with walking away from the industry add to your journey of uncertainty?
0: You know, I, I, I've i been struggling with those things for years. I mean, probably every, even since the beginning of even becoming a, a Christian um, or, you know, a seeker of a God and spiritual things. I've always struggled with things. I've always wrestled. I, I got kicked out of the first church (laughs) that I was saved in because I questioned so much that was Mm -hmm. asked to leave. Um, just because I was, I was asking too many questions and it was making other people ask questions. And so they eventually just said, Hey, we think you should move on, which, you know, um, because that's what
1: Jesus would do. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, I, we have a relationship, good relationship now. You know, I think as years went by, they realized sure. that I was I was just trying to find answers and stuff. But you know, we uh, we make mistakes and yeah, yeah. You know, I I mean, I wrote a song about it um, a few years ago. I can't, can't trying to think what record it's. I mean, it's closer. Um, it was called Mystery. And um, the whole song was, you know, I'm sailing on the sea of mystery I'm, I'm floating on an ocean of unknown and I'm not going to come ashore until I find what I'm looking for. I'm not coming home until I find love. And, um, you know, I, I've definitely been wrestling with those things. And, and you know, at, at that point in time, I was going through this moment of life of just like, you know, I was constantly trying to figure out God, but constantly beating my head against the wall because I couldn't, I couldn't pin him. And that's, some of that was frustrating to me. But I think as I've, as I'm growing and learning and maturing, I'm realizing that, you know, it's just a lot of insecurity that lives within myself. I, I feel this need to f- have security, you know, for whatever reason. You know, I feel like I have to be secure um, in order to experience life um, right. Um, but I think it's just a, a fallacy. I think it's a lie inside my head. It's just like learning to trust and have faith and learning to trust that God is... Guiding me and, and teaching me and and um, but yeah, I would say that uncertainty is definitely something I I s- have always struggled with.
1: Do you feel that uncertainty is a transition from one you know certain foundation to the next, or is it kind of something that you are embracing as you walk through life?
0: Yeah, I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to embrace it. You know, like even like the quote you said about Bob Goff. I I I want to believe. You know, like that, the stuff we're going through that hurts and is confusing. Now, I, I want, you know, I want to believe that, you know, like I'll have a better understanding of those things down the road. Um, but I, I, I'm human, you know, like just anyone else is, and and when life kicks you in the face, you, uh you know, you question things. You, right. you, you know, you. I don't, I don't know how you couldn't I think you're lying to yourself if you if you say you aren't um maybe somebody isn't I don't, I don't know but um yeah I, I uh I just if God is as big as we say he is if he's this big this being this or whatever he is i don't even know if he's a being but if he's whatever god is you know if he's as big as he says he is and he made this earth and everything that's on it then i don't know how any man thinks they can pin it i don't know how they think they have it all figured out it doesn't make any sense to me and mm. I, i'm learning to be okay with that i guess i i i know i'm not god and i i guess i'm trying not to pretend i am anymore
1: And Sean, as we bring our time to a close, we always try to take our conversations and point them towards the church. What's something that you think the church needs to hear about those who struggle with uncertainty from someone like yourself in this position?
0: Well, um, you know, like I said, I'm involved in a community. I go to a church um, that um, kind of, embraces these things and allows people to be themselves and um we're we're a a funny bunch of community it's a bunch of people that you wouldn't expect to see in a church and it might even make some people uncomfortable because it's not so squeaky clean um but what i see happening there is a lot of people being healed and a lot of people finding freedom and a lot of people finding a place of you know just a place to release um you know whatever they're going through and so i guess as a church i think we need to stop playing club a little bit in in creating um christian safe things and just start loving people because there's a lot of broken people that i think want god and community but feel isolated or feel ostracized or pushed out you know because they're not they're not getting on board of what the church says they need to look like. I I think I think the job of the church is to come to people, not to expect people to come to it. And mm. and I I see kind of the opposite happening. And I'm not saying I'm not going to generalize and say that's every church because sure I don't think that's fair. Um, because I, I you know I see every side in every angle. Um, I play in different churches from a I you know one week I'm in a Lutheran church and the next week I'm in a Catholic church and the next week I'm in a Mormon church. Or, you know I see so many different aspects of church and nobody sees eye to eye and everybody has different views and everybody thinks they're right. And right. so it's, it's like, I don't, I do I'm done pointing fingers and it's like, okay, you're right. You're wrong. I mean, it's not my job, I guess. You know, it's, I just, I'm trying to learn how to love people and, and, and love myself to a point where I, you know, I'm healthy and, and hopefully, you know um uh, but it's it's difficult you know it's a difficult spot because there's you know there's so many different theologies and there's so many different standpoints and, and i guess that's where the wrestle comes in too you know you wrestle with beliefs and where do you stand and what do you believe and mm. but I, I i think one of the things that i feel like the church needs to stop being so uncomfortable um, with people who are different than themselves and and um just embrace diversity of some sort, you know, like embrace people that that, you know, I don't know how we're ever going to reach people if we keep making people come to us and and um got to learn to uh to learn learn to listen.
1: It's hmm. a great word, man. Thank you. And thanks for being on the show. Where can people find you online? Where can they connect with your music?
0: Um well, I have a I have a website. It's Tours. Um And then I, uh, you know, I have all the socials, you know, from Instagram and Facebook and and all those things. And I'm most active probably on Instagram and Facebook, um, but I have Twitter and I have all the things. Um, But I, uh, yeah, if if anybody's interested or wants to hear music, you know, they can find it. All the sources, you know, all the platforms.
1: It's awesome. And we'll make sure we list all that in the show notes. But again, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for having me. And that wraps up this episode of The Dismantle. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the topic discussed today, maybe your experience and ways that we can continue to create community. Visit the website at dismantlepod.com or on Patreon at patreon.com slash dismantlepod. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And until next time, don't complain about the things you're not willing to change. You've been listening to The Dismantle, creating community, not converts. Visit us at dismantlepod.com.